What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Daisy J, with Demanding a Better Be Podcast. And here's another moment with Daisy J. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Daisy J. with Demanding a Better Me podcast. Hope you guys are having an amazing Friday. We finally made it. Um, Just a real quick little moment with Daisy J. I was talking to my little boo, my boo, hey boo, last night. And something was brought to my attention um, in conversation. So basically, I'm going to just go over what we were talking about. So um, as you all know, um, my birth father has, you know, came into my life this year. I'm just ecstatic, happy, you know, grateful. God's timing is not our timing. Like, I can go on and on, you know what I'm saying? I love my daddy. Hey, daddy. So, uh, I want to tell y'all, like, a story or whatever. This was when I was, like, uh, 14. Well, let me backtrack. Okay, there was a man who uh, my mother thought was my dad. And he pretty much raised me up until I was about 14, 15 years old. Um, the, I mean, he took care of me, you know what I'm saying, financially. And then I would go to his house like every other weekend, something like that. Um, I ended up having um, two little brothers, twin brothers. Um, and then um, when he got with uh, who I call my stepmom, she um had one two two kids and then later on they had two more but anyway so um pretty big family I was raised like blended family my stepmom my mom would communicate about me or whatever which as they should because I'm a girl and so um I'm an advocate for that I wish that me and my kids significant their fathers significant others could get along like this because um, I mean, I think I turned out to be a pretty amazing person because of these two women being in my life the way they were. Um, but anyways, it's, this ain't about them. Uh, cause you know, I got great women around me, but this is like, I feel like I don't talk about the men in my life that much, uh, or whatever, but I'm trying to give everybody their flowers while I can and try not to be emotional. So here we go. Um, so like I said, um, there was a man that my mother, you know, that I, that raised me or whatever as his child. And so I would go to their house and all of this stuff and he would take care of me, but I didn't feel loved, you know, like he would never tell me he loved me. He would never say, I love you. Like my stepmom, like, love you, baby. You know, love you, Daisy or whatever. My brothers love you, sis. You know what I'm saying? I would tell them I love them, but he never told me he loved me. Never. I can't tell y'all. I can't tell y'all a time when he told me that he loved me. Real shit. Okay. So fast forward, um, you know, we women, when we growing up, um, we start peeping shit. We start, that's, you know, getting in our feelings and all of that. So I'm going to say I was about 14 or whatever. Um, a lot was going on in my life. My uh, mother and my stepfather were getting a divorce. Um, I was like in the eighth grade or whatever. You know, I was maturing, um, boys were becoming interesting. <laughs> it was a lot of changes going on. I was about to transition into high school. So, yeah, you know, and my stepfather, I love my stepfather. He he raised me um, as his 
me and my sister as his kids like he loved us he took care of us when it came to us it was like no question you know what i'm saying so i'm telling y'all i was raised by a village okay so anyways um i was about 14 and i remember um we're gonna call him shoulda coulda woulda because you know i thought he was my dad anyways so he um picked me up this particular weekend and I was on one, you know what I'm saying? Like, me and him kind of had words, uh, and I was just told him straight up that I, you know, I feel like you don't love me. You treat me like you don't love me. You don't ever tell me that you love me, you know? And he was giving these lame-ass excuses, and then I remember picking up my stepmom, and we went to my, my, um, we went to my godparents' house, and they were like, um... No, my me, my me, my stepmom, and my godmother were outside on the patio because my godparents they had built this pool and shit. It was dope, okay. And um, we were outside talking. I just I remember all this is crazy, but anyways, like this was a long ass time ago. <laughs> but anyways, um, I'm a details person, so bear with me. So we were out there talking, and I remember crying because I was like, my daddy don't love me. Why my daddy don't love me? My daddy don't tell me he love me. And, um, my stepmom was like, he love you, you know, he just, he's, he's hard, you know, he's this, he's that. And I'm just like, I'm his daughter. Like, I feel like you should be like, you know, protective of me. I don't feel protected with him. I just, you know, I was just telling her everything. She's like, well, you need to talk to him. I was like, I tried to talk to him and tell him, you know, how I felt. And, um... You know, I felt like he wasn't listening to me or whatever I said because he don't love me. Okay, y'all, fast forward a couple of months. My my shoulda, coulda, woulda did a DNA test and um, come to find out I wasn't his daughter. So my mama got mad about it and she tried to file child support. Now in Texas, in order to grant child support, well, not in order to, but they give you an option to do a DNA test. But let me, I'm getting ahead of myself. The reason why he did this DNA test is because my mother, at the time, she did a living will. And my mother has me and my sister. She has two kids. And so, um, she decided that if anything ever happened to her, that she wanted me and my sister to move to Houston to live with my aunt. And then, you know, she had, you know, put the money and all that stuff. And she just, like, the life insurance policies, all that shit. And so, I don't know how <clears throat> he found out, but this upset him. Like, he was like, you know, why will Adacia, that's my real name, why will Adacia um, not come be with um, him? And it's just like, shit, you can't be trusted, period, in the story. And that was because um, previously he had, like, got, like, um, in trouble with some DWIs and shit. Nigga had a breathalyzer in his car. Like, I seen this. I witnessed all this shit. So, anyways, you know, so my mother was just like, you know, like, what the fuck? Like, no. So, fast forward, he did his dirt. And then my mama, she count, you know, she countered his shit. She was like, okay, well, let's put your ass on child support. Because he wasn't on child support. He would just, whenever I needed something, he would just make it happen. Like, I'm not bullshitty. Christmases were dope as fuck. Like, I asked, I was a princess, okay? <laughs> Whatever. I'm still a princess. I'm a queen now. But, you know, uh, I was like... A princess. I felt like I was daddy's little girl because anything I asked for, this nigga made it happen. So, for him not to say I love you, like I love you is priceless. I love you. <sighs> you can't put a price on it, but it's the best feeling ever to hear somebody. I don't care who they are. 
say that they love you and they genuinely love you y'all that's all i wanted so anyways we go to court we do the you know dna test with the court and they tell us a couple of weeks later that he is not my father um i remember sitting at the table with my mama she had the bible in front of her and stuff and i'm like what the fuck is happening you know like i was just a true teenager like what the hell mom so she told me what happened and i think i laughed i think i think i laughed because it was kind of like the fuck you know like what the hell is happening to my life right now life falling apart between uh 14 and 15 and then like middle school to high school i had a lot of shit going on okay so fast forward senior year of high school 18 years old my mother decides that for my graduation present she's gonna try to look for my father um she found out information my birth biological father she found out information but nothing was ever um concluded or whatever and then a twist to this too is that uh my biological father is my mother's first husband so they were married i was like around one two two i was around two because my sister was born so i was around two years old um they were they did get married um or whatever um he was in my life you know it's crazy though like I remember him being around I remember my my birth father uh, everything you know what I'm saying and um so anyways um we looked for him and looked for him even like I think when I got into my 20s I before I had yeah when I had my young my oldest daughter we did connect via telephone and tried to start like building a relationship and then something happened um I ain't even gonna sugarcoat say something happened my oldest daughter's dad he was very uh he was doing his dirt cheating and shit and I guess he felt like because he was doing his shit that I was too because I had two cell phones at the time um I think one was like a work phone, the other one was like a regular phone. And so I was going out of town and something was going on with his phone. So I let him use my work phone and that work phone had my dad's um, information, like his phone number and shit in it. And so it was one of them old, was it like a Nokia flip? It was one of them phones. But anyways, that was back when the Fave 5 was a thing with T-Mobile. And so... My baby daddy basically locked my phone, and I couldn't get back into it because I had it was a lot of drama with that phone, and so um I had lost contact with my dad because I couldn't get into that phone, and it, it was a lot of shit. But anyways, so we lost contact, you know, back then, and then fast forward, life started happening. I had a second daughter. I got married, you know, um. I had been looking for my daddy, but I stopped kind of like I, I I was just like, you ain't gonna do nothing but stress yourself out. Now, about two years, no, three years ago. Uh, no, it wasn't three. I'm gonna just say it was about five years ago um, when I was living in Oklahoma. Actually, when I first moved to Oklahoma, I was diagnosed with high blood pressure. And really, it wasn't high blood pressure. It was just I was going through a divorce. It was anxiety. So I got misdiagnosed. When I went and got a second opinion, my new doctor informed me that, no, you don't have a blood pressure problem. You're healthy. It's just you have an anxiety disorder. And so, you know, 
we went from there and um you know i never wanted to be medicated i just you know wanted to find ways to like do it holistically and all that shit so i did and that's what i do now but in back of my mind i was just like you know what i have anxiety i suffer from depression and shit like that like what could this be hereditary like are there other issues that i have that i don't know about and that's because i don't have a relationship with my biological father and his family so i went on a search <laughs> and i ended up getting in touch with some cousins and like some uncles and shit like that like you know because technology is amazing these days you can find damn near anybody so that's what I did, and I ended up becoming Facebook friends with them, but I still wasn't getting the questions and answers questions answered or whatever. Lo and behold, we fast forward to this year. Somehow, and I'm gonna say somehow because it was nothing but God. Um, my biological father reached out to my mother on Facebook, and then this is how it all went down, and here we are today. Um the reason <laughs> The reason why I'm coming to you today with this po- with this show is because um, I, I noticed it, but I noticed it like last night it hit me that my daddy, my biological daddy, who I've been building a very strong relationship with, tells me that he loves me every day. And it is the best feeling ever. Every time I talk to my daddy, he tell me he love me and he just said effortlessly like I love you and I and I feel it and I'm saying it because oh dude wasn't my daddy y'all like he wasn't my daddy so he didn't feel no type of way for me but <laughs> my daddy like look my daddy loves me it's it's just it's a trip like it, it sometimes it do take other people because like my sister she was me and her you know we have conversations we don't have the same father so we have conversations of course and she was like man you just you got this unconditional love for your dad like after all this shit that you've been through you finally have him in your life and you just ain't got nothing but love for him you don't have no hate you know you don't have any resentment you know but i feel like at this point in my life there's no reason like there's no reason for it because a lot of this that happened to me it wasn't his fault you know I can't even blame him and even now because my daddy be trying to make up for lost time it's like nah man on some real shit meet me where I'm at here at 32 you know meet me as this mother you know as this you know up-and-coming podcaster as this you know dope-ass individual meet this person you know and vice versa i'm meeting my daddy at 59 old man um who loves life loves to cuss and say he loves his favorite word is motherfucker um he is a veteran um I believe my daddy was a what was he in the military? I'm trying to think now. It's like I don't got all discombobulated. Oh, he was a ranger. Yeah, my daddy was a ranger in the army. So I'm proud of my daddy. You know what I'm saying? And it's funny because like I went and visited him. Um, it was a couple of weeks ago. I went up to the VA and hung out with my dad. 
and um like I went on a date with my dad I think I told y'all about that but anyways he just was taking me around I was meeting all these people you would have thought I was a newborn the way he was showing me off like you know and it felt so good because it was genuine you know what I'm saying so I know this was supposed to be just a moment with Daisy J. It ended up being a tearful moment. I be trying, but you know what? This is my therapy. This is my release. This is how I, um, you know, get through my day to day. I record, I talk to y'all, and then I just be feeling so good. It's woo-woo-sa, okay? So anyways, yeah, my daddy is dope. I love my daddy. But um, the point of everything was just like, you know, you know who love you. You know what I'm saying? And you're not... <laughs> you're not stupid you're not blind you know what I'm saying with my kids I don't want my kids to ever feel how I felt growing up I didn't have a bad childhood I just felt like something was missing or this emptiness and I know that my mom you know she did her best she did the best that she could and I'm grateful because I wouldn't be this woman you know what I'm saying like I'm a dope ass mom like nobody has to validate me I validate my damn self you know what I'm saying but I want I don't never want my daughters to feel like this and you know, I, I try to, like, let their dads know, like, without letting them in so much. But I feel like one day we all going to end up in therapy together because they have to have some type of understanding of why I am the way I am, you know? So, anyways, y'all, that was it. I know the moment turned into an actual show, but y'all don't care. Y'all some faithful listeners. I appreciate y'all for going on this journey with me and seeing, like, me grow into this um, better person that I'm striving to be. More great content coming. Um, like I said, we got some new shit on the horizons. Please go check out Shady Siblings. We also have a Shady Siblings YouTube page and Facebook page and Instagram. Um, small business is completed. As always, it's your girl, Daisy J. And I'm definitely demanding a better me. Bye.